Hello listeners, this week has been an exciting week for me and Alex at the latest PS5 because at the request of our Patreons we have started to record video versions of our podcasts. With it being our first week recording though, we decided to not record an episode of the latest PS5 for this week. This was just to ensure we got video recording perfect at the first time of asking. If you are a Patreon, then head over to Patreon for both audio and video versions of your exclusive PlayStation show. But we wanted to make sure everybody had some content this week. So please enjoy two episodes of our Patreon-exclusive PlayStation show, Latest PSX. Latest PS5 will be back to normal next week. Latest PS5 is brought to you by, well, you. If you want to learn how to support our show, then head over to www.patreon.com forward slash latest PS5. I'll put the link in the description for this show. Your support helps keep the lights on. And once you are a Patreon producer, you will gain access to our exclusive Patreon show, Latest PSX, in audio and video form. You will also gain early access to all podcast shows each and every week, as well as other content. So head over to www.patreon.com forward slash latest PS5. Thank you and enjoy the show. Hey, let's do this. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the latest PSX. This is the bonus episodes for you special people out there. I'm your host, Alex Sylvester, and with me, as always, is Sonny Sangera. How you doing? Episode three, baby! Now, I was going to record myself and do a behind-the-scenes video and everything for Patreon, but I've got to delay that to next week just because... I look like shit. I'm in lockdown. <laughs> I look like a well, grizzly bear right now. What they want to see. They want to see you looking I'm like I'm surrounded by LOL dolls <laughs> from my daughter and um, oh. this Nintendo Switch fad of a console next to me as well. Oh, like, yeah, I'm joking, yeah, I'm yeah. joking, I'm joking. Let's move that all out the way. I'm excited about this show. <laughs> yeah, so uh, this is the uh, bonus episode, like you mentioned. And today we're going to be going through our top five games of all time, the GOATs uh, from the latest PS5. Uh, and this is going to be cross-platform, cross-generational, even cross-translocational. Anyway, it's going to be top <laughs> one, First one, <laughs> number five, was the same era. What you got? So I base this on how I felt at the time when I'm playing it. Um, I've got an app on my phone as well where I've kept track of every video game I've ever played. I used to do it when I was little. I used to write it down on a piece of paper. Like every time I finished a game, I would write it down. So I was able to use that list, put it into this app and just keep it updated. So every game I've ever finished is in this app. So I was able to go through it and remember how I felt when I played it. So my number five is the original Last of Us. Uh, it's the fifth best game I've ever played. Just experiencing cinematic... It, it felt like when you played Metal Gear Solid 1 uh, yeah. for the first time. That's what it felt like when you play the original Last of Us. The storytelling, the, just the adult content about that game just took it yeah. to a whole nother level. This is Resident Evil with serious brains. Um, I loved the game. The game was stunning. It was eerie. I couldn't put it down. It's one of those, every game on this list is one of those where I just, when I wasn't playing it, I was thinking about it. 
and <laughs> that's what that's what a great game does, you know. And this was one of the games where I just couldn't stop playing. I think I finished it in like three days straight. I just took my time, and wow. I didn't stop playing. I must have played the PlayStation for like. 20 plus hours in three days and I finished it and I didn't realise I was doing it because I was just so addicted to it and the last time I'd done that was Metal Gear Solid 4 so <laughs> yeah The Last of Us is my fifth best game of all time what's yours? yeah okay it's a really good game my number five will have to be Tetris 99 Tetris 99 yeah it's a shock yeah it's a game which came out on the Nintendo Switch uh, well I think on release probably a year after uh, and Tetris is a classic game. We've all played it on various consoles. You know, it's been released on absolutely everything, even fridges. You know, it's it's one of those games which is you know it's a staple in video game history. Um, but with Tetris '99, it was one of those uh, they took the uh, what do you call it multi multiplayer um, deathmatch mm. battle royale. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, they took the battle royale aspect and they mushed it together with Tetris. Uh, so pretty much you're versing 99 other players at the same time. And the idea is for you to clear your line. So put all the blocks in order so that you can create a line which will then be thrown to another opponent. And your aim is to try and um, pretty much just flood their, their lines um, so that you can knock them out. Uh, and I played this game thinking it's just going to be a quick 10-minute game and then I'll just move on to the next one. But this game has me coming back to it consistently it's just mad you know i mean you just you just get into the whole um you know the competitive uh, competitive mode of it all and like at the end even when you do get knocked out eventually um you can just see where you are or how close you were to being number one you know and uh each time i'm just trying to just push my number up <laughs> you know what I mean? right yeah. now i'm at 20 hopefully i'll get to the uh, top spot <laughs> eventually but um it's a great game if you haven't played it it's brilliant um it's obviously if you play the Tetris specs, you know what it's like. Um, but yeah, Tetris 99 is my number five. So, number four, what you got over there? Uh, I got Mass Effect 2. Yes, I'm hyped up for the trilogy wow. remastered, but um, uh, for Mass Effect 2, it was weird. So, I hadn't played a game like this. Um, so on back on the PS2, I went to him when the PS2 was out, I went to America and I bought a game back called Indigo Prophecy, which over here was called Fahrenheit. That was the closest thing I'd played where what you did changed the game. And I loved it. It was a great game. So you add that concept to a space game, I'm all in. you know. Um, and when I played Mass Effect 2, unbelievable. Absolutely loved it. It was, again, thinking about it when I wasn't playing it, it took me 39 hours and 48 minutes to finish. Um, yeah. And I just loved the idea that everything I was doing was changing the story. Nice. And it was all about space. So it was a win-win-win for me. But when I look back at it now, and I think I would never be able to play that game now with loading times. Like the amount of <laughs> elevators and stuff that were in there to hide what you were doing and stuff. And the fact yeah. that the remastered has got rid of all that, I can't wait. So yeah, my fourth best game of all time, Mass Effect 2. Mass Effect 2, nice. Well, my fourth game of all time would have to go down to Gears of War. On the Xbox, um, yeah, it's one of those uh, FPS shooters. Yeah, on the enemy platform, I know, but uh, that that franchise, uh, especially the first one in the franchise, was um, quite unique because obviously the camera angle was of a third person uh, perspective. Very, very Resident Evil Four-ish, wasn't it? Very Resident Evil Four-ish, yes, but with a lot more just grits. You know, the weapons and the the whole aggression, um, which the, the which was the tone of the whole game was just beautifully displayed and like you know you going against um you know all the enemies and the various bosses it just made a very enjoyable 
um, experience. So that is uh, my number four um, yeah. best game of all time. Oh. So on to our number three. What's so number three? Uh, my number three, if it wants to load up, is Metal <laughs> Gear Solid on the PlayStation oh. 1. Now, um, there's not much that has to be said about this. This was the game that grew up video games for a lot of people. And I just remember getting the demo disc, playing it and falling in love with the game and then buying the game and getting the four discs. And I was just like, right, everything from it that, you know, I'm not going to go on about Psycho Mantis and the memory card. We're talking about the interrogation scenes, the boss battles. everything about that game decoy octopus or everything about that game yeah. you know i would give a kidney away for konami to <laughs> give that game to blue point to remaster you know yeah. um it hasn't aged well it plays like shit now uh but <laughs> it's still at that time when i played it again i was addicted to that game absolutely yeah. stunning one of the greatest games of all time and it was my number one for such a long time, because you think when that game came out to what the two games above it are, you'll realise, shit, that must have been number one for a long time, and it was. Yeah, yeah. so, uh, what's your number three? Number three is uh, the same, it's just a copy and paste, it's not Gear Solid, uh, and yeah, it's pretty much one of the best best games out there. Um, it was a game which broke all barriers and boundaries when it first got released on the PlayStation. Hmm. The one which I was rushing home to play, was one which I couldn't wait to see exactly what happened in the next, um, the next scene, the next part of the game. That the characters were completely insane, completely different to anything that we've ever seen before. All led by uh, Solid Snake um, going against his uh, potential twin brother slash clone. Uh, sorry for the spoilers, uh, but yeah, there's. I love the game because there's no other game like it. And it's one where you actually felt like you were the character. Uh, the story was well written. The the voice actors were were second to none, pretty much almost Oscar level. Um, and the uh, Heidi Kijama and his <clears throat> way that he actually creates the story is just second to none. You know, and to this day, it's the reason why he is known as a veteran in the game industry. And that's the reason why it's my number three. I love the game. I could have played it just so. <laughs> And I will be playing Metal Gear Solid 5, even though they changed the character, just for the change of lead voice actor, and made him the key for Sutherland. It's key for Sutherland. Oh, bro, the game wasn't finished. There's no point. Just uh, YouTube it. Well, <laughs> YouTube. Well, the fact that it's now 7.99 in the, uh, the PlayStation Store now, so I'm going to be uh, mm. jumping on it. But anyway, um, so PlayStation Store. Anyway, number two. Um, so yeah, that's my top three. Well, yeah, five to three. Uh, number two, what you got for your second? Uh, number two is The Last of Us Two. So again, you know, Metal Gear Solid. It took a while to get trumped out of the top two. Um, so The Last of Us Two is up there now and uh, echoes to everything I said about The Last of Us. Um, couldn't stop thinking about that game. I had to play it all the time at night time to get the best visual fidelity from there. Um, thinking about it when I wasn't playing it, it improved on everything the original Last of Us did from a gameplay standpoint. But yeah. it, it didn't give a shit what gamers thought. It went to areas where video games don't ever go, and it, they did it gracefully. And the way the character progression in that game is second to none. It's unbelievable. And uh, it's up there, man. It's I haven't seen a game be executed that perfectly from a character's mm-hmm. changing standpoint than that game. And yeah. I had to debate whether it was 
going to eclipse my number one game. But then when I went back to have a look at the number one game, the moment I, within two seconds, I was like, no, no, this is still number one. But um, <laughs> yeah, The Last of Us 2 is my second favorite game of all time at the moment. Wow. What, what's at yours? The, at the moment. <laughs> That's true, actually. That is the Astro that people need to remember. This is just right now. Uh, but right now, uh, this my second uh, best game of all time would be Tekken 5. Um that game was just the culmination of a history of um, fighting games, comparing uh, from the very beginning with Street Fighter uh, to Street Fighter 2, Mortal Kombat, uh, Virtual Fighter, and Tekken. I mean, I think Tekken 5 was pretty much like what the PlayStation 5 has done to consoles. You know, it's just brought all the best traits and attributes of all the best tech, uh, gameplay, visuals, and they've put it into a nice, neat package. And that's what... Uh, Namco Bandai or Bandai Namco, however you want to pronounce it, um, did with Tekken 5. You know, it, the visuals looked amazing. The mechanics were brilliant. They worked on all the moves for different, all the different characters. My character Feng uh, was just unstoppable, and obviously he beat uh, Sonny's ass numerous times nah. and numerous occasions. Uh, and yeah, we released that footage eventually for our Patreon <laughs> members only. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's why uh, Tekken is up there for me, so that is my uh, number two. So, I thought Tekken Dark Resurrection was bigger, uh, better. Tekken 5 Dark Resurrection. It was actually better. It was actually better. I'm not sure exactly how many people know Tekken Dark Resurrection, so I went for fire. But yeah, um, but yeah. Uh, Number one, mate. What is your number one best game? Well, before I say it, uh, people will be like, not Pez. I don't count Pez as a game. Pez is my religion. Uh, Pro Evolution (laughs) Soccer is a religion of mine. I play this game every single year continuously. If they release a bad year, I play the previous year's one for the whole year until the next one comes out. Uh, I do not count that as a video game. That's a way of life for me. So, you know... Pez is like breathing, so that don't count. But uh, to give you an idea, this game came out in 2018, so that means Metal Gear Solid 1, as I mentioned before, was number my favourite game of all time from the early 90s all the way through to 2018. <laughs> and then it got topped twice in two years. And, you know, you wait for a bus and then two come at the same time. Uh, God of War 2018 is my favourite game of all time. Now... I don't need to go on about how it plays and stuff because you've already spoke about that earlier. Uh, well, not even earlier in this show. It was in episode 36 when you were talking about what you were playing. But it connects with me in a sense of, there's a, you know, the, 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 the whole story is it's not about what you're doing. It's about Kratos teaching his son to live with being a yeah. god. And it's his son teaching his dad how to not be a god but be a father. And as you get further and further in the game, you see that dynamic change. And obviously, if you have a son, you get those similarities. I'm not saying I'm a god of war and I walk around like, you know, shouting, boy. But I was for a few months after that game. But um, it's just everything about that game. You know, the narration, the characters, the visuals, the combat, the fidelity, the one take, the, you know, the one load at the beginning of the game. And then that's it. It's just... The characters, everything, and you know when you finish that game and you watch the documentary, uh, the documentary that uh, Sony Santa Monica made uh, about that, which is like an hour and a half long, all behind the scenes, you just got much more appreciation for that game. And I don't think it has anything to worry about until Ragnarok hits. But I don't even think Ragnarok will take it because of you know a favorite game is how you felt at the time, and this this game was crazy because I'd play it. 
as soon as it goes dark, I'd start, play it for hours and hours and hours, and then all day during the day, I'd just be like, can you hurry up and go dark? Because I want to play it in the dark. And I played the whole game with the headset on and everything, explored everything, platinum trophied it. Stunning game. Absolutely yeah. stunning. What's yours? Well, <clears throat> my number one game of all time right now uh, <laughs> is Mercury Solid 3 Snake Eater. <laughs> Another three, my top five. Yes, we we played Metal Gear Solid already, you know, in the top five. Uh, but yeah, Metal Gear Solid Three was oh my god. So I played that game. So I missed the first wave. I mean, I, I played it a little bit on the PlayStation Three when it came out, but I really got to grips with it on the Nintendo 3DS, uh, which I dived onto the game thinking, okay, let's just see how it looks on the 3DS. Um, <clears throat> so I put it on max settings. So I just thought, you know what? Let's just put it on max difficulty. Uh, put it on the 3D and let's just just give it a go. Oh my God! Some days, if not weeks later, I'm still playing this game. I'm thinking, Oh my God! I need to find <laughs> out what's going on with this Shagohard. What the hell's going on with this whole situation? You know, what's Big Boss doing? You know, I got so enthralled in the actual story, uh, and it pretty much took everything from the first Metal Gear Solid and just ramped it up to 11. You know, and it was that great of a game. Um, the game is uh, well acted, well crafted. The fact is that they made it into a prequel uh, was a brilliant choice. Uh, and it just, just from this point on, I mean, the franchise just went from strength to strength. I mean, I think from the first game, the second game was all right, you know, because you had to play with Raiden for a while, but they went back to their roots, uh, literally their roots, you know, with um, Malcolm Sudditch through Snake Eater. Uh, you actually felt like you were a snake, you know, just trying to survive, eating snakes, you know, so he actually does eat it. Uh, was this a euphemism? <laughs> Even though it'd be a funny one. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, the story was brilliant. The action was great. Uh, and just the visuals. I mean, it was just like a brilliant movie. And even the way they introduced the game was like a Bond film. I mean, they've even got their own theme music. Very Bond-esque called Steak Eater. You can Google it, YouTube it, whatever. Uh, but definitely, if you haven't had a chance to play Metal Gear Solid or any of the Metal Gear Solid franchises, Metal Gear Solid 3 is the one to start with, I would say, because obviously it's the first in the actual series, well, not in the series that was released, but it's the first in the natural storyline, um, chronologically, so uh, definitely dive into Mugby Side 3, and you're not going to be disappointed. Uh, and I do hope, I really do hope that they re-release this game in particular on the PlayStation 5, update the visuals, update the, uh, you know, the resistor triggers, haptic feedback, and they just go nuts. That would be a dream. That would actually be a dream. I need to write a letter to Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> Great choice. And it shows that the fact that of our top 10, Konami have three games in there and a way of life in Pez for me. So uh, it's great. Um, and as we mentioned in episode 36, next week's show, uh, for you Patreon listeners, we'll be detailing Capcom's best-selling games of all time and discussing them. And that was from one of our Patreon producers so if you have ideas for the show and you want us to talk about specific topics that's what it's all about guys so you guys can tell us what you want us to talk about that's one of the perks of being patreon so um you will get access to that as well but i two shows recorded in a night yet again until next yeah. week then for the latest psx episode four yeah thank you very much ladies and gentlemen uh, we'll catch you soon good night everyone good night